This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1162. Confused by your English teacher's response? What to do? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. What should you do when you ask a question and you get an unexpected answer from your English teacher? How can you dig deeper to make sure that you got the right answer? Find out today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hey, Michelle, doing great. How's it going for you? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I wasn't feeling well a little bit earlier in the week, but now I'm oh. feeling a lot better. Oh, so amazing when you're not feeling well and then you are feeling well. It's just like, oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Do you usually use words like a lot and much to kind of like intensify the comparatives in your conversation? Yeah, you mean like you just did right there? A lot uh-huh, better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, because I like to overemphasize things, like extremely emphasize them. You know what I mean? Just add a lot of feeling to what I say. So yeah, I do. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you might say like a little or much or something like that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, I think it's a really good uh, way to intensify things and kind of like add a little bit more feeling behind it, right? Oh my gosh, this is so important for our listeners at their level. I mean, this is kind of the missing piece in a lot of ways for a lot of students. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're going to get into that in just a second. But before that, Lindsay, we want to thank our reviewers, right? And we want to ask for more. Yeah, that's right. Guys, we love it when you review the show because we want to know what you think. We want to know what your questions are, how we can make it better. So go on over wherever you listen to the show, whether you're inside the app, whether you're listening in a podcast player, just go and leave us a review and let us know what you think. And we will read your name out loud on the show. So thank you to the people who have reviewed us this month. For example, thank you to Mr. 1002 from China, uh, Epinov1985 from Russia, Agrav from Poland, and ECAB9 from Russia. And in the iOS app, thank you to Nelfino and thank you to Gone2012. Guys, come on over and review us. Let let us know what you think. Michelle, these are really good reviews too. They are awesome. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. All right. Very cool. So let's get into it then, Michelle. Is there a student question? There is a student question. Lindsay, would you read it for us? All right, here we go. So the student says, Hi, Lindsay and Michelle. How are you doing? I'm Yoshihiro, a high school student in Japan. I really enjoy your podcast. Last year, I spent about nine months in the US as an exchange student. So this podcast helps me stay connected with native English. 
By the way, I have a question. Is it okay to say lot better? In the recent English classes where we reviewed some grammar points, our teacher listed much by far still even plus comparatives to emphasize comparative forms. But I think I've heard lot plus comparatives a couple of times during my stay in the US. I asked her about this, but she told me we don't say that say it that way. Am I wrong? <laughs> okay. Uh. Good question, Yoshihiro. Good question. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I mean, you are really on the right track here. I mean, I, I think this sounds like a miscommunication between you and your teacher, actually. Um, yeah. So uh, that's kind of interesting how these miscommunications going to happen um, in the classroom and speaking with teachers. So uh, basically, I, I personally believe that what the confusion was, was that it's, we say a lot a, a lot, right? Yeah. We, or we could say lots, right? Oh, right? yeah. Like, like lots more, lots, right? Um. So, but typically we would say instead of lot better, a lot better, right, Lindsay? Yeah, you would never leave it alone, right? You right. would never just say lot better. That's very weird. So that may be what your teacher was disagreeing with. Right, right. So yeah, I would say a lot and then a comparative. So yeah, exactly. Your teacher, I think maybe what happened was your teacher was unsure of the question, mm -hmm. right? But I also think that it would been, have been better for your teacher to explain that it's also that it is correct if you add a uh, to lot rather than just saying we don't say it that way, right? Yeah. Um. So you must use the word uh, use a lot, Lindsay. Right? I mean, this is everybody yeah. says this <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. I say this a lot, talking about like magnitudes of things, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Extremes, that sort of thing. Yeah, I do say it a lot. Yes, I do say a lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great way to, as the listener put it, to add emphasis. Um, and, you know, to, to review, um, the way to do this would be to use a word such as a lot and then add a comparative. So what does this do? It makes it sound more intense. It can be in either direction, right? A yeah. More or a less, but you know, a lot, a little, right? We can do another follow-up episode on all the specific ways mm. um, to do this, which I think would be good. Um, so, but for example, with a lot, I could say, oh, I'm a lot happier at this job than my previous one, right? Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I like it. So you're saying, so, so saying a lot plus a comparative, so a lot happier. This is good to have that connection when you talk about, I don't know, what you used to do in your life and what you do now. Right, right Michelle? Right, 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 right. So, I mean, I could have just said I am happier at this job, right? Mm. So that's fine too. But if you want to express something in a greater way, a lot is just, you know, a nice thing to add. Oh, yeah, it adds personality. I mean, we don't want to be boring. That's the last thing yeah. we want to be. <laughs> no, Lindsay, what's another thing you could say? Uh, let's see. So these suitcases are a lot bigger than the ones you brought last time. I don't think I can carry them all. <laughs> okay. All right. So again, a, a lot is just adding something to it. So, um, and we said we can use other words as the, as the teacher in our listeners class brought up, right? So a yeah. little, a lot, but that's not what the main point of today is. Um, guys, we want to talk to you about what to do when you're in a situation like our listener and you're asking a teacher question and the teacher is telling you something that you're almost sure is, is wrong and you, you don't understand why. 
Yeah, this can be really tough, right? Because I mean, I don't know, sometimes when you're in a classroom, there are issues of, you know, power contrast right. between you and the teacher. And it, maybe you do want to challenge that teacher a little bit or ask them a question that would push them, but you don't do it because you're afraid of what how it might look. Right. And I can say, I mean, as a teacher on the teacher's side, um, there are a lot of times, sometimes what happens is you're trying to teach like one main point. Yeah. Right. You're really trying to get that one point across and your, your, your vision kind of is just like, you have like tunnel vision. <laughs> tunnel <they> vision. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you, you, and you're, somebody asks you a question, you're like, well, well, that's not right. So let's get back to what we were doing. Right. Yeah. And so maybe in, in a way that's not, it's not like malicious or trying to just dismiss the student. It might just be, okay, well, we'll get to that in a second or, you know, that's not what we're, yeah. the point is of right this second. So let's get to that. So yeah, maybe, the, yeah. Mm -hmm. So sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say it makes sense because your job as a teacher is someone trying to teach a skill is to isolate that, that skill. You can't teach everything in one classroom one day. You just, right? You can't answer every kind of question. So you have to be able to isolate that skill. So it makes sense that you would kind of move the student back to the topic. Exactly, exactly. So perhaps that it was a lot better uh, and they didn't hear it. It was instead of a lot, maybe they just thought, okay, well, that's not right. We don't say that. So let's move on. Right, right. right. Yeah. Whereas you agree, Lindsay, you would say a lot better. There's nothing wrong with that. We do say that. Yeah, that's a lot better. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, where I live now, for example, is a lot better than where I lived last year, for example. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. So just to explain it from the teachers and maybe that's what's happening. So you don't have to think of it in a way as that you're wrong or that the teacher is dismissing you or something like that. I think it's good to understand each other a little bit. So, I mean, what can you do? If you're in this kind of a situation, you want clarification in class or with a tutor or even just with a friend, yeah. um, if they tell you something's wrong. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you could do is just to ask. And you may do this after the class, you know, maybe if the, the teacher clearly wants to keep going with that teaching point, maybe you go up to them after the class, or maybe you do it in that moment. But you want to push a little bit more and just ask. For example, just say, I'm not sure I understand why this is wrong. I believe I've heard it said like this before. If you are not listening to the podcast inside the iOS app yet, then you should be because you can now get the transcripts right on your screen if you become a subscriber inside the app. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash bonuses is the link to follow on your phone so that you can directly download it from the iOS app store. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash bonuses and we'll see you over there. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. 
Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Right. So, and using the, that kind of language, like, oh, I'm not sure, I believe, right? That mm-hmm. sounds not too direct, right? That sounds pretty polite to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it just personally, <clears throat> that sounds fine to me if a student said that to me, like, oh, I, oh, and then I might just take a second and say, what did you say again? Can you, can you, yeah, repeat go that? back and through it, take mm-hmm. a second. And then that would kind of alert those teacher, like, oh, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that that's what you said. Sorry about that. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I just want to highlight what you, what you said here, Michelle. So just to kind of go back. So you right. said you're saying that by kind of so- the way, <clears throat> the ways to soften this could be by saying, I, believe I heard I've heard it said like this or I'm not sure I understand why is that right 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 instead of saying well why is this wrong I've heard it said like this before yeah yeah yeah. okay that makes sense different right so instead it's it's about the tone and it's about these like you know softeners right so Mm -hmm. instead of so you could say uh oh I'm not sure I understand why this is wrong I believe I've heard it said like this before you know something like that that sounds a little bit more like you're not trying to embarrass the teacher Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what you mean. Okay, I just wanted to slow down there. I think we were going a little bit fast there. Sorry, there to- you go. <laughs> Trying to figure out what was going on for our listeners. Okay, so that's one good way to do it. So just ask, and what would be a second thing then that we could do? Well, you can give an example, right? Mm-hmm. So you might just say, um, so would this be right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot better stores in this mm. mall or something like that. And you would just say, just give another example. And maybe that would trigger the teacher say, oh, no, that's not right. But it would be a lot better. Oh, right? okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're giving an example of how you're using it incorrectly or how you think it's right. And then right. they could fill in the blank and then correct it for you. Right. It's about giving the teacher different pathways to make sure that they are understanding the question. Because as I said, you know, sometimes as a teacher, there's a lot going on. And as much as we try and do a million things at once, um, and to understand everything, sometimes there can be one thing that we're like, oh, we just let it, it, it goes, you know, kind of past us for some reason, whatever it may be, you're focusing, yeah. I don't know. Um, but then if you hear it in a different context, if the student said an example, then the teacher yeah. would say, oh, no, 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 it would be a lot better, right? Yeah, teachers have a lot to think about. I remember I haven't taught in the classroom in so long, but I remember just being in the classroom and you're thinking about the timing of yeah. the lesson. You're thinking about getting through the whole thing. You're thinking about who's not there. <laughs> right. You know, you're taking attendance. You're trying to, you're making sure student are, students are engaged. You're thinking about the two students in the corner that are talking and not listen. (laughs) It's so much that, you know, you really kind of have to stand up for yourself, guys, if you are in that classroom and, you know, you think there's been a mistake or something. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's the last thing uh, that you would do, Lindsay? Okay. So to explain that you just want to make sure, right? So what do you mean by this, Michelle? Well, here, I mean, it's kind of, it's a little similar to question number one, but it's, it's, it's getting more into it, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, what, what I would say is, oh, this is something I have been confused about. And I think the word better may be able to be used here. Like, so, right. So explaining kind of like, okay, this is something that you're, you're, you're unsure about. Um, you have been confused about this for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can say something like, how can I make sure that I'm using the right word? Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that just, works. Just highlighting it a little bit more. 
um, would be another good idea um, as a follow up to question to number one about just asking kind of just more of an explanation um, here. Um, so, so this is kind of about holding your ground today's episode a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what does that mean, Michelle? Uh, to just kind of, you're not backing down over something you're saying, okay, wait, I need the time here, right? Yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, I, I think, you know, Lindsay, you brought up something about asking after class. And I think that I'm, I put that a little bit in the takeaway, um, mm-hmm. because I think that that's so true. That's so important. If the teacher's really focused, yeah, you know, maybe write it down, just write it down in your notebook to ask and and really do ask, go up to that teacher after yeah. class. Yeah, yeah, and just yeah. say, oh, we, you know, I asked a question in class, but I'm, you know, still a little bit unclear. Can you help me? And mm-hmm. then the teacher will have more time. It might, you have to kind of read the situation. Do you want to, as Lindsay said, hold your ground? Do you want to take that time? And mm-hmm. and that's okay. Either one is okay. But you know, you may get a, a better response if you wait until after class. And the other piece of this is so cultural, right? Because we know that certain cultures respond to challenging someone in a position of leadership more than others, right? And this is not all about it's just wanting to get the right answer. But a lot of it is about if you're in one of those cultures, you'll know that obviously, um, and maybe think a little bit about, okay, maybe it's better to ask the teacher after class instead of just focusing in on this here and challenging the teacher and embarrassing them. So, you know, getting a sense of where you are and what the norms are, you know, that's huge. Right, right, right. right. And you know what? These steps like that we said, they can also be used in a private conversation with the teacher after class, right? Asking, Mm -hmm. giving an example, you know, being sure, explaining more about your situation. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that you know, that would be f- fine to use in either situation. So you really have to read it. Um, I think the important thing to also remember with is that sometimes there may not be one exact rules, r- rule. Like there are always exceptions to rules yeah. in English. So sometimes, you know, sometimes what may happen is if you ask, it, it, this was a very clear cut situation, but if it's a situation where you think you're right and then they say you're wrong and you say, you know, and you ask why a lot, it's great to understand it, but sometimes there's just exceptions. Yeah. Um, and you know, if there, if a, sometimes we don't always want to just stick so much to the rules, right? Mm-hmm. We learn in chunks. We learn <clears throat> experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the best way to ask is with examples. Did this happen to you, Michelle, while you were teaching a few times in New York? Did you ever have students really push you in this way? Oh, oh, oh of course. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't call, say push, but like, I would just say like, you know, really sometimes I think, I think now it's different. But when I was first starting out, um, sometimes it was hard to get a question that kind of throws you off and you're like, well, but that's just the way it is. Right. But yeah. I, I, then, then I've adapted myself. I'm, I've yeah. been teaching for longer. So I, I have a better understanding of the language. I have a better understanding of teaching and, you know, yeah. so I think that, that, it, that it's different now, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes people really want to know the exact answer and sometimes it's not, it, it, it's kind of the, a chunk or something like that. It's different. Okay. Interesting. Well, this has been a good question. So what should we, what should we come away with today, Michelle? What is the, what is kind of, what are we trying to say here to our listeners? 
Okay, well, if your teacher says something is wrong, but you're sure you've heard it some way before, or just don't see how it could be wrong, you're you're unsure, right? Don't mm-hmm. get frustrated. I think there may be a misunderstanding. So try yeah. giving some examples, explaining that you're just making sure that you understand. So, yeah. but the key is if you're nice about it, and, and you don't seem like, oh, you're really questioning, you're a little less direct, right? Or even, you know, just you can then yeah if you're nice about it everything will be fine <laughs> or Are you like we tongue tied over there yeah i'm getting tongue tied <laughs> or if you you know take the time after class that might be a really uh, good time to have a deeper conversation about it all right awesome awesome and yeah it's and we definitely are advocates of you know traditional learning for sure if you guys have the chance to learn in a classroom that's great but don't just limit your learning to that right no. michelle i mean that is only a small piece of what you can learn learn and how you can learn the language, right? You should be, again, listen to the show, you know, go out, find a native speaker, immerse yourself. Who knows? Come to the U.S. and volunteer. We did an episode a few weeks ago about Massimo, who volunteered at Haley House in Boston, and his grammar, Michelle. You remember Massimo, right? Of course. So the episode just came out like uh, yesterday. Well, a few days ago. Uh, today we're recording at the end of April, but this now it's the end of May. So <laughs> it came out and he has really, really skyrocketed his grammar. It's incredible. It's incredible. So what we can do when we get outside of the classroom is unbelievable if we really think about creative ways to immerse ourselves, guys. Right. Okay, perfect. Well, this was fun, Lindsay. And thanks to our listener for that question. Okay. All right, Michelle, talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.